Hello everyone, I'm Olivia. And I'm Bella. And we're prevention educators for New Directions, the Domestic Violence Shelter, and Rape Crisis Center of Knox County, Ohio. You're listening to Table Talks. We hope that listening to this podcast gives you an inside look into the world of domestic and sexual violence. Throughout this series, you will hear from individuals from all walks of life, from preventionists, advocates, and community partners to survivors themselves. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tack Chat. Today, we have a pretty full house. We have Tara, Gwen, Jordan, James and Grace. Did I get everyone's names right? Okay, cool. So um, this episode's kind of, I feel like, a little bit special because we kind of have two special guests. Can you guys introduce who Jordan and James are? Everyone wants to go first. James is my boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, Jordan's my boyfriend. (laughs) All right. So we got some couples on today. Um, So for those of you that don't know, February is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, so we kind of figured that we would talk to you all about relationships, what you guys experience in your relationships, how you maybe navigate the different ups and downs. So just getting started, what are some things that you guys think people your age might be looking for in relationships? Uh, I guess, like... A good person to hang out with mm-hmm. is something I personally look for. Someone that I relate to and that's like really fun to hang out with. Yeah. Like stuff I like. Yeah, I think what I was looking like, and I found Jordan. I just wanted to be with someone that had like was a best friend to be around. Like mm-hmm. they, we were able to have fun and we were able to laugh and it wasn't like too much pressure to be together and like it was just easy going and like having a best friend with you. Mm-hmm. Do you guys believe that? <clears throat> the best relationships kind of initially start out as friendships? Is that... Yeah. Because I feel like that's what Sometimes. I've heard, but I don't know if that's necessarily that's true. That's not really what happened with us. Yeah, we okay. didn't know each other at all. Before. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it seemed to work out, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. So not necessarily a requirement. Um, so another important, I guess, thing to have in relationships that Olivia and I sometimes talk about when we go and talk to students is boundaries, right? So how do you guys kind of work to set boundaries with, like, whether it's your partner or friends, family members, what does that look like for you guys? I know for me it's a lot of communication, and you just kind of have to, like, say what you need and how you're feeling, and, like, being able to say, like, I just need to take some time and, like, recoup, and then, like, we can visit this conversation back again, but then that also, like takes part in the person on the opposite side listening and like Mm -hmm. understanding what the other person needs at that moment yeah because like communication doesn't mean anything in the relationship if nobody's going to listen for sure so what if like somebody's boundary doesn't match up with what yours is like how do you navigate those situations maybe try to find a happy medium Mm -hmm. sometimes i try that like a compromise. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you also have to kind of choose like respect for the other person. So it's like, mm-hmm. even though you might not have that boundary in your relationship, if they do, like it's like, okay, well, I might not have it, but I'm going to like be okay with it because I have respect for them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
because I feel like it's okay to be disappointed, right? Mm-hmm. Like if your significant other or even a friend like sets a boundary that you're like, man, like that kind of bums me out, right? But it's it's not okay or it's not healthy to like try to get that person to change their boundary or push through those boundaries either. Um, another part of relationships are arguments. Have you guys ever experienced <laughs> arguments? <laughs> not, <In> your, <laughs> not at all. Not, not one. No. You you guys are doing something right, right? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Luckily, we got to figure it out. <laughs> so when you guys have those arguments, or if you were to have those arguments <laughs> in your case, we're lying. Um, how do you work through that? Because tensions can get pretty high depending on what the argument's about. Or so how do you work through that? I feel like we just have to talk a lot. Yeah. And a good talk. Yeah. <laughs> good long talk. Mm-hmm. And be able to tell See the all sides. Yeah. Because I was going to say, what, what categorizes a good talk? Like, what's a good talk? <clears throat> um, I guess, well, v- viewing both sides of the argument, mm-hmm. really going into like what you meant and what you said, mm-hmm. like really <laughs> breaking it down so we both understand. Yeah. <laughs> I also like. <laughs> Texting and mm. trying to like figure it out, figure out an argument through a text, just like it doesn't work for me. So it's like either we need to wait till we can call, or we need to wait until like we're in person mm-hmm. to just kind of have this discussion because you can't have a good conversation mm-hmm. over a text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know about you guys, but yeah. like if yeah. we text, the tone is taken yeah. so wrong, mm-hmm. and like I don't know, I just feel like usually like if there's like an argument and stuff, we just kind of have to remind each other like. I'm not necessarily upset with you. Like, I'm just kind of upset with the situation. So mm-hmm. it's not really you. It's more the situation. And, like, how can we fix it? Yeah. And sometimes I get frustrated because he's a solution maker. And I'm like, I don't want solutions. Like, can we just argue about it for a little longer? <laughs> That's such a problem. But, like, sometimes it's like you get on a rant, like, a rant mm-hmm. and then there's, like, a solution. And you're like, oh, that would work. But I have more to say. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's... I'm bad about that. Mm-hmm. The first step is recognizing oh, it, right? Thank you. Yes. Oh, thank <laughs> the first step. Well, and I, I heard someone once say also, it's not you versus that person. It's you yeah. and that person versus the problem. And I feel like that's that such a good way to put it. Because I think sometimes when you are in a relationship with somebody, and even friendships too, and you have a disagreement, it can feel like it's kind of you and that person going at each other when that's it's you guys going at that problem. So I feel like that's a really good perspective to have on arguments. Mm -hmm. And Gwen, you'd mentioned like texting, right? Mm -hmm. So like getting in arguments and trying not to have those conversations over text. And something with your generation is that you guys have grown up with texting, technology, social media, like at your fingertips. Like you guys grew up with social media. So... I guess, what are, like, kind of the challenges that maybe social media might might put or the, the strain it might put on relationships, but also what are the advantages to social media and relationships? I think an advantage of having technology is being able to, like, always communicate in multiple different ways. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's so many opportunities to communicate, but then I think like the negative side of that is it could like hinder the communication and be taken completely wrong Mm -hmm. and so like texting like 
it's not always easy and I feel like social media gets like it's this gray area because it's like you both want to like respect each other through social media but at the same time it's like you have had these platforms for so long like even before you knew each other so there's just got to be like a lot of understanding through social media or like another big disadvantage is like let's say you talk to somebody that's the like I don't know how your guys relationship works or this is not saying it's towards ours but like if you like talk to let's say I talk to a girl that's whatever that's fine but like mm-hmm. let's say I go out of my way to like add somebody or follow somebody and then I start texting them mm-hmm. then maybe that could be a little suspicious yeah so I feel like that could be a disadvantage it's okay. like maybe you didn't mean anything by it or mm-hmm. whatever it is or yeah. the case might be yeah and maybe depending on what's happening on social media like making sure that there's that level of trust established in the relationship. Or, like, we could even trust each other, and then somebody could be like, well, so-and-so yeah. added so-and-so, and then, then it's way out of context. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's also a negative thing, is, like, because I could, like, text a guy or whatever and say, like, hey, do you have this assignment for class? Mm-hmm. But then they could twist it, or, like, somebody could have seen their phone and been like, hey, Jordan, like, did you know Gwen was texting mm-hmm. this guy? And so, like, I feel like it just becomes, like, a bigger problem. But I also feel like that's where you also have to, like, set a boundary and kind of communicate, like, what that is for you guys. Because I know, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to text or, like, call a guy and try to create, like, a great relationship with a guy. But, like, if Mm -hmm. a friend texts me or something and it is, like, a guy or whatever, then it's just, like, okay, I can respond to this. But out of respect, like, I will make sure all the conversations are saved. Mm -hmm. So there is, like, automatic proof that that is, like, only a, like, healthy conversation about, like, school or whatnot. Receipts. Yeah. Receipts. (laughs) Yeah, having receipts. (laughs) I mean, do you guys see that where, because you kind of made the example of, let's say you're texting someone about an assignment. Someone looks over that guy's phone and says, oh, Jordan, Gwen's texting so-and-so. Like, does that happen where, like, people your age just, like, insert themselves into... Yeah, that happens all the time. Really? All the time. And I feel like also you can have, like, social media and then it becomes this big problem because your friends, like, feel the need to, like, constantly update you on what's happening with, like, Mm. your significant other and sometimes it can hurt you more than it can help you. Yeah. So what what do those conversations look like with your friends then or those people that try to... I feel like because they're two your cents friend, in. you try to, like, stick with them and stay on their side and stuff, but then at the same time, you're kind of like, okay, but you're also hurting me mm-hmm. by, like, giving me this information that I never would have known. Yeah. And, like, you could have saved me, like, a lot of hurt. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I know one thing that, like, our principal says is he's like, you don't need to, like, if somebody's talking bad about someone, you don't need to go tell that person because mm-hmm. that person... If they don't know, they're better off to not know. Like, mm. you can tell the people to stop talking bad, but you don't need to tell that person that they were being talked bad about because then that's, like, going to yeah. hinder a lot more and start a lot more issues. Yeah. I feel like that's something that I forget mm-hmm. sometimes because I feel like in the moment you see it as, oh, I'm, I'm helping that person or I want to protect that mm-hmm. person, but it honestly never had even occurred to me that that could potentially be hurting that person worse and you're maybe better off just minding your own business. So kind of going off of people putting their two cents in, even though sometimes it can be a little bit frustrating, a little bit annoying. um, I think sometimes advice can be helpful in some situations depending on 
the circumstance, but what's maybe the best piece of relationship advice that any of you have received? Um, I'd say probably just being 100% honest with mm. the person. Don't leave anything out and just, if you mess up, you admit it and yep. you tell them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which can be hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That can be hard for sure. Um, something that my dad said to me that was like, like he's, we were talking about arguing with your girlfriend or wife or whatever is mm-hmm. like, if this is, if, if there's a <laughs> yeah <laughs> there you go but if this conversation doesn't matter in 10 years then it's not worth arguing over mm. so if it's like if it's something stupid like this someone gets mad about somebody for something and you guys start arguing well does this actually will this matter in 10 years will we be like will this matter yeah so then that's how he picks and chooses his battles that's kind of like my dad does like five mm-hmm. five five. Like if it's not gonna matter in five minutes, five days, five weeks, whatever, then like it's not really worth it. Yeah, I feel like that's a really good way of putting issues into perspective. Because yeah. we can get so caught up in the now, like in the heat of the moment, that if we're like, wait a minute, this isn't gonna matter yeah. next year even. Right. So why are we spending even more time? It's just a waste of time. Yeah. Especially if it's not something super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think mine is, so my stepmom and my dad both ask, like, this older couple that have been, like, a second set of grandparents for me, or third mm-hmm. set, whatever, they said, like, the wife of them, like, couple said to laugh every day, and my stepmom shared that with me, mm-hmm. and she's like, so when you find someone, like, make sure you guys laugh every single day, and I, like, think about that a lot, because, like, even on like the hard days or the days where like somebody's having a bad day mm-hmm. and you are just like down on the dumps like I feel like I never fail to laugh like when we're around and it makes it nice because like if you're not laughing then it's probably not worth it because like that's not fun and mm-hmm. like I feel like even the people that are like the most stern personalities and like don't laugh often like they still deserve to laugh with their partner every single day and like yeah to feel loose and like to have that like love and safety and mm-hmm. that relationship. So then alternatively, what's a piece of advice you guys would give other teens or youth who are wanting, who are wanting to establish healthy relationships? I think understanding each other is like really important. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you want to be loyal and you want to be honest and stuff, but if you know, if you guys never understand each other, you're never, gonna be able to like you could be two great people mm-hmm. and you guys would never work because you guys never understand each other yeah i feel like that would divide it way faster than anything else definitely this is pretty basic but going back to like communication communication mm-hmm. is definitely key mm-hmm. like if you don't communicate things are just gonna get worse and worse i feel like having two younger siblings and knowing they're gonna get into relationships at one point i would tell them to like Make sure when you get in that into that relationship. Oh my gosh, I lost. I thought you were gonna start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, it's okay. <laughs> this is a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna grow up. <laughs> but I think like just taking the time to make sure the relationship like keep it interesting. Make sure you like continue to have fun and don't get stuck in a routine. Like make sure you're experiencing new things mm-hmm. with one another. So. 
that doesn't necessarily mean all the time that you have to like go out and spend a ton of money. That could just mean like maybe staying away from like your typical day to day. Like when you hang out, you just hang out and like whatnot and chill like in the living room with each other's families. Like, yeah. Take time to maybe like set up a movie night or something, or go grab some of your favorite snacks and mm -hmm. like just. It doesn't have to be something super expensive. Just making sure you take that time to like spend special time with one another. Yeah, it can be the, sometimes the little things that matter yeah. the most and that feel the best too. Yes, patience. Just being mm -hmm. patient with them. When like when you first start off, really take the time to get to know the person before you actually kind of like become boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, because mm -hmm. that's what we did. We took the time and made sure that we we're a good match for each other and yeah. being truthful. Yeah, definitely. Patience and truthful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like it. Grace? Um, I feel like respect is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Making sure you respect each other and your decisions and like what you're doing and thinking about how it's gonna impact the other person. All right, so I know that tax kind of slogan for this month is empower us right to be the change you want to see did i just hit the nail on the head with that i think i might have <laughs> okay um so what are some tips that um you guys can give to teens or adults also so that they can help promote healthy teen relationships i feel like one thing i respect from like my parents like right now in my life is when they share the stories of their relationship and like mm -hmm. they share their advice and they share like their knowledge of what being in a relationship is so then sometimes you feel like less alone in it and I like when you're able to have conversations about it mm -hmm. and like understanding with one another because my parents are both very good at saying like we because like it's my dad and my stepmom and like they're very good at both saying like we were in other relationships and like here's what we respect about this relationship relationships so much now mm. and like I just love seeing the way they love each other because they are yeah. both so good at like being a person for, like for their person mm -hmm. That's so cool. yeah I think a big part of how we are is that learned behavior too yeah. like what we are seeing oh yeah like definitely and, showing it because mm -hmm. It makes me happy, like, when they come in and they give each other a hug and, like, mm -hmm. they show that they love each other and it's not kind of, like, this thing where it's just kind of, like, hey, hey, and, like, brushing each other off because I've lived in a household where it wasn't, like, yeah, a good, like, they didn't show the relationship well. So now to see that and, like, to be able to see my dad happy is, like, so cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. If your kid starts dating, like, allow them to do stuff. Don't try to be like, no, you can't do that. Like, you're mm -hmm. too young. Yeah. Just like let them explore it because if you're open to it, then they're more likely to tell you things and so you mm -hmm. can help them be like in a healthy relationship. If they're like saying like concerning things about you, like talk to them about it and be like, mm -hmm. well, does that sound very healthy? Yeah. So, and it's just being there for them and being like, I don't know the word. Having that like communication yeah. Yeah. between parents and kids. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's wrong for parents to intervene in a, like a high school relationship if they yeah. need to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so like I know my parents like they have a curfew for me. They have times they need me to be home. They have things they need me to be at like whether that's his parents or mine. Mm -hmm. And like respecting what your parents say, but also kind of like respecting and understanding those boundaries with your parents in that relationship. Yeah. Cuz I feel like too if 
as an adult, you have a child that wants to start dating and you're maybe not open to the idea or there's not, you know, open doors for communication like you were saying, Tara. I feel like that kind of sometimes fosters that sneaking around or, you know, hiding hiding details of a relationship. And, you know, I think that by having those open avenues for communication with adults and parents or guardians or whoever they're better able to see wait is this a healthy relationship do I need to step in and intervene in some way and I think that by you know adults helping to promote those healthy relationships that's when we can really start to or adults can play a part in helping to prevent teen dating violence because it doesn't just fall on you guys as youth you know we adults can help out as well so all right well thank you guys so much um for coming taking the time out after school i know you guys probably had a busy day so i appreciate it and thank you guys for coming and tagging along i know maybe you were like i don't know what they're trying to get me into but (laughs) hopefully it wasn't too painful um but you guys are seriously awesome like i like wish we had had a group like TAC when I was in school because you guys just do such a great job of you know talking about teen dating violence and everything else you guys raise awareness for so um not to tell you what you should do but you should feel very proud of yourself so good job and thank you everybody for tuning in today make sure to keep your eyes out for what TAC and New Directions has on social media